Ah, good evening, traveler. And welcome to the Penumbra. Take your seat, please. Take your seat. The junction lies just ahead, traveler. If you'll allow me just a moment. (laughs) Well, next stop, Hyperion City. The Proctor's final words have haunted Detective Steele ever since she died on her devious riddle. A place of heroes as far as the stars, but as close as the heart of every child, and apparently the home of Ramses O'Flaherty in some way. But where is that home, you ask? Well, Detective Steele is just about to find out. It's unfortunate that he didn't do so earlier. If he had, perhaps nobody would have had to die. Our next stop, Juno Steele and the Dragon's Den. An election makes a lot of noise, and after months of the rallies and speeches and the fights in the street, it's nice to escape to the quiet of the Martian desert for a while. Because the history of politics in Hyperion City is loud. A bunch of corporations in a bidding war over the mayor's office with enough money changing hands that it's not a question of whether your candidate's in some big corporation's pocket, just whether this pocket is cozier than the last one. My name's Juno Steele. I'm a private eye, and I never thought I'd be helping one of those corporations' candidates win, but... Ramsey's O'Flaherty seems like the first politician in a century who might care about people more than profit margins. And even if he is funded by North Star Entertainment, a company that mostly sells kids' movies and cheap t-shirts, compared to his competition, Ramsey sounds like a saint. Nadia Bellevue announced this morning that she will be dropping out of the Hyperion City mayoral race, citing poor polls and a drop in Armada firearms and fine liquor stock price over the last fiscal quarter. That leaves only Ramses O'Flaherty and current Mayor Pilot Pereira on the ballot when the citizens of Hyperion vote just five weeks from today. Mayor Pereira had this to say about their opponent. Ramses who? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard of Ramses. And I mean, he seems like a good guy. You don't get as far as he has doing all that philanthropy and kids' movies and whatever without having some good rub off on you. And I respect that. Oh, Mr. Steele, are we there yet? I can't wait another second. Shh, I'm trying to listen. But the fact is that Hyperion's a tough town, and it needs a firm hand. And all this junk I keep hearing about police reform, criminal rehabilitation, we don't have time for that. In a city this covered in crime, we need the HCPD more than ever. And we need someone who knows what they're doing more than ever. So, leave it to the pilot, huh? (laughs) I've gotten us this far, haven't I? Mr. Steele, are we there yet? 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 How the hell am I supposed to answer that? I don't even know where we're going. Come on, that riddle was so easy, boss. You gotta know. Hey, driver, just turn the damn radio off. My secretary's decided she's all the audio entertainment I need. Why did you come along again? You have the day off, Rita. And that's why I came. You'd understand if you'd solve the riddle, boss. It's so easy. A place in the heart of every child... You don't have to be a detective to solve that. Brain's full of about 600 other mysteries, Rita. Who's trying to kill off Ramsey's O'Flaherty, for example. So just knock it off and tell me where... Ah, uh-uh, no way, boss. I ain't telling you until you figure it out yourself. Oh, my God! We're almost there! Just tell me where we're going. I can't take another second, boss. I feel like I'm gonna burst. Just figure it out already! Is that a gate? Come on, I'm gonna explode! Please! North Star presents... What the hell? It's Polaris Park, boss! Oh, gosh, oh, gosh! I can't wait! I'm so excited! Polaris. Oh, that North Star Amusement Park. Mr. Steele, you gotta be kidding me. Did 
someone kill all of the magic inside of you or something? Yes. Polaris Park, the place that fun calls home, TM. You gotta know about Polaris Park. I try not to pay too much attention to North Star movies, Rita. Act tough all you want, boss. They might be kid stories, but they got all kinds of things for adults, like jokes and deep themes, and sometimes advice, like how to kill an evil goat wizard if you meet one, and... Not kid stories. Just North Star. <sighs> Let's get this over with. Boss... Is everything... Polaris Park was, I'll admit, a masterpiece. The greatest minds in the solar system had come together to build the place that fun calls home, TM. And the faces of the people we passed said they had succeeded. They were smiling, every one of them, kids clamoring all over their parents with sticky fingers and stickier voices. It made my stomach turn. Places like this have always given me the creeps. What people forget is that manipulation is always manipulation, whether you're being duped into a big dead or a big smile. Oh, oh, there's Orion's Tower. They sell all kinds of belts, Mr. Steel. Also insurance for some reason. And that ride is the frozen spinner. They make you put on real mittens before you get on and everything. And that- We walked down the park's main drag, surrounded on all sides by bright buildings and cartoon robots and foot-long ice cream bars. I was ready to go home by the fourth step in. I wasn't on the menu, though. Before we left the parking lot, our driver gave me an entry pass and a letter which said, in Ramsey's rush handwriting, keep an eye out for Lorenzo Vega. Whoever the hell that was. Thanks a lot, O'Flaherty. Just trying to save your life over here. No big deal, really. I want to go on a ride. No! I want to have a hot dog. No! I want to go on two rides and have two hot dogs just for me! Rita, we're here to work. Come on, boss. What job could you possibly have to do here? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Ramsey's gets a lot of his campaign funds from North Star. If someone wanted to really hit him where it hurts, they could try to strike here. Or dig up some dirt here, at least. Security office might not be a bad place to start. Well, if Ramsey sent you here, that must mean security ain't caught him yet, whoever they are. We probably won't find anything there. Not a bad point. Might be worth snooping around a little on our own first. And while we're at it, I was just thinking... A good place to snoop might be on a ride. You're really not going to drop this, are you? Never. All right. All right. One ride. Then we get to work. Got it, Mr. Steele. Okay, thanks. Bye! Rita! Lousy theme park. Lousy rides. At the end of the street stood a mountain. A big, red, craggy thing with molten lava holograms flowing down its sides. It was the centerpiece of Polaris Park, and everyone on Mars knew what it was called. Andromeda and the Dragon's Peak. Mr. Steele, I'm going to ride that ride 600 times today. Good luck with that. Sign over here says it's closed for repairs. What over what says it's what? Oh, you got to be kidding me. I can't be closed. Andromeda and the Dragon's Peak is the whole reason to go to Polaris Park. It's got everything, Mr. Steel. Music and big drops and real fast and everyone's favorite chainmail warrior Andromeda and... That's coming from the Dragon's Peak, isn't it? Yeah. But maybe it... Maybe it's just some people having fun, you know? Screaming on the roller coaster and... It's horrible. It's horrible. They're all dead. Sounds real fun. Rita? I'm coming, boss. I shoved us through the crowd, up the long line to the Dragon's Peak, until it all stopped at a wall of security two guards thick. The park cops had big grins across their faces, but the smiles were all a little too uniform and a little too green to be real. Whatever they were keeping us from wasn't going to be pretty. 
I'm so sorry, sir, but you can't come through here. Pretty sure I could if you get that club out of my gut. Mr. Steele? No, I mean, um, visitors do not have access. I work for your boss. Let me through. I'm fairly certain that I work for my boss. Is there a problem over here? Uh, I... Uh, no problem. I was just giving the officer dental plan over here. Some orders from the top. Who are you? The top. The woman in front of me was equal parts strong jaw, sharp eyes, and grit. Her badge said chief of security. Her eyes said that she didn't have time for this, and her smile said that North Star customer service training really was the best on Mars. The only times people smile that genuinely at me are right before they hit me. But she didn't. Instead, she turned to her toady and asked... Who is this guy, and why isn't he out of my park yet? Ramses O'Flaherty sent me. I have a hall pass, I promise. Ramses? Of course you did. Let him through, Rick. But... Did I ask? Of course not. Have a fun-filled day. You don't sound so happy to see us, Chief. Simple reason for that. I'm not. My name's Yasmin Swift. I'm Chief of Security here at Polaris Park. Juno Steele. And this is my secretary, Rita. <laughs> Who's maybe deflating? Why, hello there, Miss Swift. I like coffee and squid cream. Rita, what the hell? Breakfast, huh? I'm more of a dinner gal myself. <laughs> oh, Yasmin. I'm sorry to rain on your day at the park, but Ramsey's had pretty bad timing sending you here this morning. You've had a little bit of an accident. Come on, I'll show you. <laughs> Rita? What was that? She's pretty. I don't have time for this. I do not have time for this. Come on. <laughs> what the hell is that smell? I thought all the food carts were back on the main path, but... It smells like jerky or something in here. Yeah, about that. If you're at all squeamish, I'm going to recommend you close your eyes now. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh! Those poor people got cooked! We found them in the loading area for the ride, sitting in a cart on a track facing a dark tunnel. The cart was looking nice and toasted around the edges, and inside it sat three charbroiled shapes that probably used to be people. I'm guessing this isn't how you expected to spend your day. I generally try to assume the worst, but somehow the galaxy keeps finding ways to surprise me. Who are those people? We gotta help them, don't we? That's sweet, duh, but I think they're a little past help. This was bound to happen one day. I've been saying that to Vega for years. Oh, it's just too horrible. Somebody hold me. Not you, boss. Bound to happen, you said? You know anything about this ride, Juno? No, he doesn't. Mr. Steele said all the magic's dead inside of him. Andromeda and the Dragon's Peak is a roller coaster that tells a story about chainmail warrior Andromeda trying to find her way home through Lion Village. Has to go through Draco's Mountain for some reason, almost gets roasted, doesn't end up going home. Just like all her other stories. What? But you said you didn't know anything about it. I said I didn't want to know anything about North Star's junk. But sometimes not wanting to listen to stuff just makes you listen harder. No offense, Swift. Hey, to each their own. You don't all have to enjoy the story, even if it is a modern classic and you're a moron for not liking it. Want to take a guess where the barbecue went down? Because I have a theory or two. I'm guessing the part where Andromeda gets almost roasted dropped a word. The rides needed repairs for years, if you ask me. 
The carts on this thing barely outpace the fire by half a second. All it'd take is for one of the brakes to flip early and boom. Instant fricassee. Why was anyone on it if the ride was closed, though? One of the carts started acting up yesterday, so I shut the whole thing down this morning, sent the engineers in, and then... This happened. On their test ride, I'd guess. With a bunch of guests watching from the line, too. There are people who get to test roller coasters for their jobs. Lucky! Rita, are we even looking at the same crime scene right now? Crime scene? Honestly, Juno, negligence is the only crime I'm seeing here. Why don't you take in the park for a little while and I'll find you later? HQ's gonna have me behind red tape for a long time. They didn't like me shutting down the ride for a few hours this morning, and I doubt they'll like closing it for good. You're closing the Dragon's Peak? You can't do that! That's the reason everyone comes to Polaris Park! And also, I never got to ride it! Security's gotta be my number one concern, doll. Should have shut this ride down years ago. Over my soggy corpse, Yasmin. There was a man walking towards us on two metal legs ending in rusty boots. And his name tag said Dr. Lorenzo Vega, head of re-smirks and develop grins. Despite the title, he looked like he hadn't smiled in about a century. Age and anger had carved deep enough wrinkles into his face that I could barely make out his eyes. But from what I could see, they looked about as greasy and mean as the rest of him. Yasmin, I see your attempted murder continues apace. Murder? Not my Yasmin! He doesn't mean the engineers, doll. I don't. If anyone mourns my staff, it will be their own fault for leaving someone behind to mourn them. Marriage, children, friends. The North Star work ethic has rotted off the bone. No, it's not my staff I'm concerned about. Sir, I'd like you to arrest this woman for the attempted murder of Andromeda and the Dragon's Peak. That's, uh... He knows you can't murder something that's not alive, right? For all of Polaris Park, then. Yeah, also not alive. You a little confused, Doctor? Perhaps not murder in that case. But much is on the line here, Detective. My life's work. And probably someone else's somewhere if you care about that kind of thing. This park won't last a month without that ride. Maybe so, Doctor. But the park doesn't stand much of a chance if it's Star Attraction's deep-frying guests, either. You'd best zip up your ego, Yasmin. Your ignorance is showing. Ew. The Dragon's Peak could not have burned my engineers for one very simple reason. There is no fire on this ride. I hope you'll give Dr. Vega the benefit of the doubt here, Juno. This might not be very North Star behavior he's demonstrating, but he's a good guy at heart. Probably. If you're willing to dig down a few hundred meters. Attempting to turn them against me. It won't work for two reasons, Yasmin. First, I am naturally charismatic, and second, Ramsey sent these two for me. Ramsey? What? I received the message earlier. Direct orders that I'd receive a private investigator to do whatever I say for one full day. Ramsey spoils me so. Now tell me, what is your name? You expect me to buy that Ramses gave me to you without even telling you my name? Oh, I don't need you to buy it, detective. Only lease it. <laughs> what the hell are you even saying? Look, do you have those orders on you, Vega? Of course not. Do you carry all of your mail everywhere you go? I mean, it should all fit on your comms pretty Yeah, so if you actually has a pretty good point. Oh, never mind. Forgot who he was talking to. These deaths cannot have been caused by a malfunction. 
Because the dragon's peak couldn't burn a fly, and I should know, I built it. Sabotage, detective. This must be sabotage, and you are going to prove it. Sabotage? That's a pretty serious claim. Should be worth looking into, Swift. Really, boss? Worth looking into? We'll see about that. Hey, doctor, can you prove the rye doesn't generate real fire? Do you have the plans anywhere? Of course I do. And it's written into the most reliable storage available to humankind. Oh, I always wanted to see the plans to the ride. Might be some nice reading for bedtime or snack time. My cranial fluid. Actually, never mind. Not going to take that anywhere near my bed or snacks. I have the plans memorized. In here, no prying eyes can see them. Welcome to our argument for the past two years, Juno. I say this is a death trap. Vega says it isn't. I try to close it down. Vega tattles to the managers of Polaris Park. They have a tantrum about ticket sales, and then the thing's back on its rails again. This could have been avoided. It could have been avoided 20 times over. I mean, come on, Doc. You can't really expect us to just take your word for it, right? I can expect that, actually. But I'm beginning to suspect I'll be disappointed if I do. There's one other place I stored the plans for the ride. In its brain. Follow me. Vega led us over to a monitor on a stand overlooking the ride's track. He flicked the monitor awake, tapped out a hundred-digit password in a second and a half, and we were in. The full ride is too complicated for any human mind other than my own to control it, so I designed it to handle all its own functions. Completely automated. The computer has uplinks throughout the track that my engineers can use to access and interact with all data gathered while the ride runs. Power levels, terminal activation logs, security feeds of every room, roaming snack bar... Wait, wait, hang on. What? You have security footage for every room in this ride? Yeah, Doctor, this is the first time hearing of it, too. The security footage wouldn't be very secure if I gave it out to every Tom, Dick, and Yasmin who asked for it. I'm your chief of security! Then I'm sure I told you at some point. I don't bother remembering details like that. If I knew that, do you really think I'd have waited this long to shut down your stupid ride? Just bring up the footage already, Doc. If you're so sure the ride's innocent, your video should prove it. <sighs> I'll have you know that the last time someone ordered me around like that, they died. You killed someone? Of course not. The two events were unrelated. It just means I have terrible associations with being told what to do that you should be sensitive to. What? The footage? What is it now? The data! It's it's disappearing! Disappearing? Self-deleting. This is impossible. My baby! My giant, metal, highly intelligent baby! How long has this been going on? How should I know? I don't check. If it's flawless, there's no point in checking because there are no flaws to check for. Well, what do you call this, then? It looks like it just ate another video. And that must have been dessert. It's gone. The schematics, all the footage from the past ride, and assorted footage from the past week, gone. Deleted. And you didn't even do anything? What do you think I was doing? Deleting it, maybe? Covering your precious baby's tracks? You! What are you doing now? Shutting down the ride. There. Everything but the audio cues and lighting, off. 
And now, detective whoever you are, you're going to go in there and figure out who's harmed my creation. Who has attempted to murder Andromeda and the Dragon's Peak. He is? Ramses gave orders that you are to do whatever I say, didn't he? I don't know, did he? Hang on, Doctor. If you think I'm going to let anyone run an investigation in my park without my say-so... Then you go with him. Someone has to take care of my ride. I don't care who. I remember that letter that Ramsey's driver had given me. Keep an eye out for Lorenzo Vega. If Ramsey's was suspicious of Vega, this might be the only chance I had to figure out why. Especially if he was trying to push the blame onto someone else. I'm sure Detective Steele has better things to do than... I'll go along. Rita, you stay out here and enjoy the park. Nuh-uh, boss. If you think I'm letting you take a behind-the-scenes tour without me, you got another thing coming. Rita! No buts! Now, come on, Yasmin. Do you want to show me all the spookiest parts of the ride? If that's what we're doing, I guess I don't mind doing it with you. You know, you don't have to hold my hand so tight, doll. Yeah, I do. Just a minute before you go, detective? Yeah, yeah, you want me to keep an eye on her. I heard you the first time. It's not that. What did she just call you? Detective Steele, was it? Juno Steele, private eye. Finding it kind of hard to believe Ramsey didn't tell you that. He did. It just didn't sound familiar until I'd heard it. You don't say. Steele. Why does that sound familiar? Uh, probably because you build your eyes with it? No, no, that isn't it. I was thinking about that name just this morning... Why? Okay, well, have fun figuring that out, Doc. I'm gonna go get murdered by your ride now. Bye. Steel. Hmm. Juno Steel. We walked along the tracks for a while because riding the cart seemed dangerous. After all, the last couple of people to do that were currently being scraped out of their seats with a spatula. After walking through the first tunnel, we found ourselves weirdly outside. In a big green plain surrounded by stone huts and yawning lions lounging in the grass. Oh my gosh, look at all this stuff! It's gonna take forever to explore all this. Hold my hand, Yasmin. I'm worried I'm gonna get lost. I'm already holding your hand. <gasps> what was that? Just a ride going through its cycles. Vega said he left the audio on. He'll take any chance to show off. And so, after years of searching for a way back home to Polaris... Andromeda the Chainmail Warrior found herself in the Lion Village, where it was said a portal to her home opened once every thousand years. If we want to get onto the main track without a cart, you're going to need a retinal scan from a high-ranking employee. Just give me a second. Rita, what's your read on Vega? Huh? Oh, I ain't barely read any of him, boss. I've been a little distracted today. (laughs) Yeah, I can tell. Come on, doesn't it seem a little convenient to you? (sighs) Vega gets warned for years that someone's going to die on this ride. Then someone dies on this ride, and who's he sent into the death trap? But the people sent to watch him, and the woman that's been trying to shut him down for years. This is going to be dangerous. Whatever roasted those engineers could get us too, and with him at the controls, this one might not be an accident. Rita, are you even listening? I mean, yeah, it seems convenient, boss, but you're the detective and this is my day off, so you figure it out, all right? (sighs) Right, we're in. Should be the last lock. And so, after years of searching for a way back home to Polaris, Andromeda the chain... The door led us into one of the lion's huts. 
The lion it belonged to was muscle-bound and gray-maned and sitting on its haunches next to everyone's favorite chainmail warrior, Andromeda. <gasps> Andromeda! Andromeda, said Leo, the lion chief. Our portal opens in one short hour, and then only for a few minutes. But if you want to use it, you will have to pay. On that peak lives the dragon, Draco, with all of his treasure. Bring me a treasure from Draco's hoard, and you will have your way home. She's real! I always knew she was real! Mom said, and Mr. Steele said, and even I said sometimes, but I always knew. Andromeda was real, even when I knew that was impossible. And, 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 and... Real, huh? Oh. It's a hologram. I knew that. Mostly. Everything here is a combination of robotics, practical effects, and holograms, doll. Here, touch Chief Leo if you want. A mechanical skeleton covered in real lion fur grown in a real lab. Wow, he's so soft. Can we see him raw and maybe pounce on Mr. Steel? You can't turn on robotics without turning on the carts, too. They run on the same power source. Sounds and lights on the same breaker? Robots and carts? This doesn't exactly sound up to code. I don't know what you're talking about, boss. That's basically how I got the office hooked up. I think being unsafe is part of the thrill for Vega. He's good with holograms, but he doesn't like them. He says they're cheating. Anything safe is cheating with that guy. Hope you got hiking shoes on. This next part's supposed to be the mountain. The doctor went for authenticity. Oh, it's so dark and spooky in here. How do we know where to go? I haven't been on these tracks since my first trainings, but I've ridden it enough times to know the way. Just stick close to me, sweetheart, and you'll be fine. Andromeda said, You're making a terrible mistake, Leo. Anger Draco, and all the lions will pay for it. But Chief Leo only laughed and called her a fool. And so Andromeda climbed the mountain with a heavy heart. So what's up with you and Vega, anyway? Hell of a feud the two of you got going on. How do you mean? I know you've got safety reasons for wanting this tilt-a-whirl closed, but he seems to think it's personal. Granted, he seems to think most things are personal, but still. Just different eras of North Star butting heads. Call it a family squabble. Vega's old school, from back in the days when North Star was just a little movie studio over in Hyperion City. Used to work on building fancy new cameras... Now he works on ways to shoot people through a block of ice without hurting the ice. Back then, North Star was cutthroat. Scrappy little movie studio with scrappy little ideas. Great tech, great talent, but no investors. I mean, everyone who worked there was out for blood. And they had plenty of ways to get it, I hear. Yeah, actually. How did you... It doesn't matter. You said you're different. What's the new era of North Star like? Yeah, Yasmin. Tell us all about you. Every teensy-weensy little thing. Either of you have any kids? No. No, but I'm very suggestible. Well, I do. A little lady, only five years old. Too young to remember the war. Too young to remember all the stuff humanity showed it could do to itself. And when I think about her growing up in a galaxy capable of all that... (sighs) Let me just put it this way. The old North Star was all about making something great. But now, most of us now, we just want to make something good. Something that the kids can look up to. Heroes that'll risk it all for what actually matters. Not some dumb new camera. You sound like Ramsey's now. Well, Flaherty might be an old-timer, but I have always felt like he was one of us. (laughs) Call me a sap if you want, but 
I think Maesta's better off with Andromeda around. And I'd do anything for her. That's so beautiful and perfect. Definitely makes getting up for work a little easier. It's leaving her in the morning that's the hard part. <clears throat> uh, just be ready. Next part gets a little loud. Then, at long last, Andromeda arrived at the Dragon's Peak. Ah, what was that? It's just the stupid ride. The noise was, but did either of you see that? See what? In the lightning, that... Then, at long last, Andromeda arrived at the Dragon's Peak. You two keep up with me. If someone really is sabotaging my park, I'm not going to let them get away with it. Swift! Swift! Then, at long last, Andromeda arrived at the Dragon's Peak. Come on, Rita, let's go. Okay, boss. (laughs) While we ran, I held on to Rita as best I could, but I couldn't save her from her own clumsy feet. Or, uh, mine. (laughs) wanted this day to go like this with someone, but it sure ain't you. Damn it. Where did Swift go? That's what I said. She was following the track, so hurry, boss, hurry. <sighs> so we ran up the rest of the way into the Dragon's Peak. A set of big stone doors parted, and a set of big glowing eyes stared down at us. And there, in all his rage and glory, stood Draco, the mighty dragon. No! Would you look at that? He listened. Huh. He did. Careful there, boss. You don't know what that dragon might do. They're tricky. Probably. They're not real, Rita. This is just another robot puppet, like a lion at the bottom of the hill. Deactivated like everything else. Looks like the track hugs the wall for a while. Come on. Swift can't have gotten that far ahead yet. What the hell? Mr. Steele? The the dragon! It's moving. I can see that. Andromeda grabbed a sparkling crown as Draco unleashed its fiery breath. What? That's so much fun! Boy, is it hot! Step back. Hopefully that'll be the last of you. Mr. Steel, it's coming closer! And faster than I'd like, too. Rita, there's a control panel on the wall by the tracks. You think you could hack into it? Okay, boss. The password. I was watching Dr. Vega's hands when he was putting the password in. Rita, we're running out of time here. It's like a billion-digit password, boss. You're gonna have to buy me some time. So I did what I do best. I bought time. Did it work? Made its head snap back a little, but it's coming back. It's getting kind of warm in here, Rita. You think I can't feel that? The fire was close. We were backed up onto the tracks now, and I swore I could feel the huge workings of the mechanical dragon rumbling in the walls and the floor. Or was that the dragon? There! I got us into the terminal, boss! And suddenly it hit me. I put my hand into the fire. Now I just gotta... It's just you! What are you doing? It's gonna roast you alive! But it didn't. I was fine. The fire was just hot air and holograms. The rumbling, though, that got bigger. And then I remembered what was on the same circuit as the robots. The cart! You know what? Hey, let go of me, you... <laughs> and there, in all his rage and glory, stood Draco, the mighty dragon. That roller coaster cart almost splatted us, boss! Yeah, it got real close, didn't it? <laughs> 
Andromeda grabbed a sparkling crown as Draco unleashed its fiery breath. And now, it's... gone. Sticks around just long enough for you to think you'll get roasted, but there's never any real danger. It's not fire, just like Vega said. But... then how do those engineers get all burnt up? I don't know. Rita, didn't Vega say the computer kept a log of whoever accessed it last? I think so. Check the log then. Hurry. Okay, okay. I don't see what the rush is. First, I just gotta deactivate the cots. There, now I'll check the logs. It doesn't say who used it, but it says it was in the next room. Do you think it's whoever Yasmin saw? And that's when I figured it out. Turn on the security footage for that room. Mr. Steele! Now, Rita! Oh, all right, all right! Yasmin Swift, security chief of Polaris Park. The camera feed showed her inspecting the cart that failed to crush us, and I saw Draco's controls up on the terminal in front of her. Vega was right. Swift had been briefed on the security footage before, and in fact, she knew how to use it better than he did. She proved that about two seconds later when she deactivated the camera we were watching her through. What the? Rita, bring it back. I'm trying, boss. But... It's just deleted. Everything that camera's recorded in the last 24 hours is gone. So we have no proof. Great. Oh, you're all right. You sound surprised. Relieved is more like it. I'm glad you two are so hardy. Surviving what even our engineers couldn't. I could have sworn you'd be charcoal briquettes by now. (laughs) Yes, man. What's the matter, sweetheart? Aren't you happy to see me? If she knew we knew, she wasn't saying a thing, and unfortunately it was going to have to stay that way. She knew this ride better than we did. If we let her run wild in here, I'm sure she'd know a hundred ways to roast us, crush us, and bun us straight into our graves. But we couldn't take her into custody yet either, because we didn't have any evidence, and unless she slipped up right in front of us, we'd never get it. So for now, the safest place was just where I didn't want to be. Did you see anyone come through here? I was chasing after someone, but they slipped away. You two all right? You look a little pale. I'm ready to keep going if you are. What? If you want to go back, Rita, I'll bring you back first, but we still have a saboteur to catch. And I'm staying in here until I catch him. Like a dog with a bone, Juno. I like it. What do you say, doll? Coming with? I... I... Yeah. I'm not going to leave you alone, Mrs. Steele. Not again. All right, then. Let's go, ladies. Yasmin Swift had gotten me with that strong jaw and that bright smile. It cost nearly 20 creds to get a bottle of water in this stupid theme park, but the smiles, they say, are always free. Ma wouldn't have agreed. Good old Sarah Steele always said that there was only one thing in life that came free, and that was death. Keep your eyes peeled. You don't want to let the murderer get away. And from the look of things, the alternative was getting more expensive by the minute. If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, 
And if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash the penumbra podcast. If you support us on Patreon at the $10 level or higher, you will receive access to commentary tracks like this one from actors Kate Jones, Joshua Elon, and Sarah Gazdovich. To be manipulative, but I don't think that that is true. I think that she thinks Rita is very cute. How and can you not? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> you have to be around her all the time. <laughs> all right. No, that's what we've seen. We've seen yeah. what overexposure to Rita does. That's what this episode has shown us more. <laughs> yeah. It's it's beginning before and after. It's oh, that's charming, and then now I can't get rid of it. No, it but you be couldn't nice live without Rita. No, you couldn't. You but can't. Rita's one of a kind. Yeah, you can drown in too much water though. You can also support The Penumbra by liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter at The Penumbra Pod, following us on Tumblr at The Penumbra Podcast, telling your friends about us, telling your friends to tell their friends about us, and especially by rating and reviewing our podcast on iTunes. Every rating, comment, and kind word spreads our stories further and inspires us to keep creating more and better tales to come. We would like to give special thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Lene Herman, Gray, Jamie Gunter, and the Princess and the Scrivener for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. This tale, Juno Steele in the Dragon's Den, was told by the following people. Joshua Elon as Juno Steele, Kate Jones as Rita, Sarah Gazdovich as Yasmin Swift, Bob Musset as Lorenzo Vega, Simon Moody as Mayor Pilot Pereira, and M. Sutherland as the narrator. On staff at the Penumbra, Kevin Vibert is our lead writer and recording engineer. Sophie Kaner is our director and sound designer. Graham Turner is our script editor. Noah Symes is our production manager. Alice Chung is our designer and financial manager. Original music by Ryan Vibert. Promotional art by Michaela Buckley. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Kaner and Kevin Vibert. I'm afraid this is the end of the line for today, dear traveler. We hope you will ride with the Penumbra again soon. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.